Hello, Call Her Daddy, um, well, Call Her Daddy fan club, um, covering episode 43, Renin's with your ex. I have been microdosing for the past couple weeks. Four days a week I microdose and, um, three days off. So four days on, three days off. And, um, I am a little bit on mushrooms right now, but a microdose and I just feel a wave of relief and satisfaction in my body. And I'm just really pleased to to just be alive and exist. And, you know, I'm very aware of my thought processes and my thoughts that come in my mind. And I know that a lot of um, my blockages are because of the thoughts that I think. Um, you know, I've trained my, my neurons um, to move a certain way for years now. And this is the first time in my life that I'm actually taking responsibility and noticing it and deliberately trying to shift that, you know, when I'm thinking negative thoughts, I'm trying to shift my thoughts to a more positive thought, you know, instead of passing judgment on someone, I highlight and think about the good qualities of what I like about them. And if I can't find any good qualities, then I'm just going to move on in existence in terms of you know, just let that person go or, um, in my mind and my life. And, um, yeah, you know, it's like, I have literally everything that I could ever want. I, I wish for, and there's still things that I find to be unhappy about. And it's like the life I'm living at this moment, I dreamed of this life and I'm living it. Why can't I just live it? Why can't I love it? And there's a lot of moments where I do love it and I have no goal in terms of what I'm doing for that moment. But, um, yeah, just really finding the simplicity and love within everything and just acceptance, you know, and non-reactivity. So, yeah, anyways, um, this episode... The title says it all. You know, what do you do when you run into your ex? Um, how to change up the gluck luck, whether you do the 3,000, 6,000, or 9,000 edition. Um, a lot of it is talking about, like everything in the show, is talking a lot about insecurities, how to be secure, being obsessive over someone, and of course, um, I always put a conscious twist on it. I put a conscious twist. I put a conscious twist on it. Um the show always starts off with the advertisement, which is cool. And it's always Roman swipes. I'm not sponsored by them. Um, but it's just how they start their show at that moment in their time that they were doing this. So this is, I'm reviewing their past in my present that's going towards the future, if that makes sense. (laughs) They also highlight, not also, but they, one of the things that they highlight is birthdays and how, there's so many people in this world, especially in the U.S. Um, I'm not sure how it is in um, Middle Eastern countries, but North and South America and some European countries. Um, crazy about birthdays, which I understand. Um, you know, it's a special day, but it's a special day when you're born. And it is a special day every single day you're alive and you're feeling okay, you know? So why is it that people spend so much energy on their birthday 
and they put so much stress into it, so much hype about it, but they can't do that every other day. And I know it's a lot of energy and a lot of stuff that comes along with it, but um, yeah, it's just people are missing out on the fact that every day is special and every day with them is good. And um, it's important to feel important about your existence every single day, not just on one day a year that makes sense so and you know I used to be Catholic I still believe in you know Jesus is still one of my big teachers um but I don't follow uh Christian or Catholic religion um I do say still take some of his teachings but there is one proverb in the Bible that says the day of one's birth is better than the day of one's death and it's Hob 14 14 7 and there are people in this modern time who take that as to celebrate your your birthday and it's like (laughs) I I mean I hope um this is a little bit understood um better understood about um celebrating birthdays it's ridiculous you know it's it celebrating birthdays isn't you know celebrating your existence is important but your birthday is specifically one day a year where you're giving all these presents and you're giving all this fame and all of this attention just because it's a a year in the calendar year in terms of the u.s time um to celebrate your birthday and the bible doesn't even directly say celebrate your birthday it says the day of your birth is better than the day of your death and it is um well i mean that is something to be analyzed, honestly, because I think that death is a really beautiful thing. And when you die, it's um, an amazing process. But yeah, I mean, the Satanic Bible, I don't believe in Satan. I don't practice Satanism. But the Satanic Bible talks about how important your birthday is and how your birthday should be the most celebrated day of the year. So it's like people celebrating their birthdays really are promoting Satanism and practicing Satanism. (laughs) So, um, get your stories checked, you know, look, really look at the literature. If you're truly a Christian, if you're truly, um, someone who follows the religion and the Bible, the Bible does not say anything about celebrating your birthday. Okay. Um, take a step back and analyze that proverb and then maybe look at the satanic bible because the satanic bible specifically says to celebrate your birthday um not that i even care this is like all social bullshit and say like satan and like jesus is was real he was real and he was a, a man very enlightened and really in tune with his self within like the existence of the universe um who knows satan maybe was a real person Um, and there is good and bad in this world. If you think of energy in terms of positive and negative. Um, but I, I'm not into that bullshit about inviting negative entities that will overpower you. It's you that does that. It's you who invites negativity into your life. It's you who causes negative events and negative experiences to happen. It's you. Okay. It's nothing else and it is circumstances that happen and things that happen around you but the energy of you believing that of all like negative bullshit that stuff's gonna happen it's pretty crazy but once you understand the law of attraction 
you will understand how you truly create your life experience and how that is the result of your thoughts. And I say that, you know, it's like I'm having a really great life experience. I am challenging so many old belief systems and truly changing my mind, you know, I'm putting a lot of work into myself and I'm having an amazing time. The I am having a little bit trouble with um, this growing as a content creator um, because of the amount of sitting down I have to do, um, solidarity I have to do, which is fine. I, I do spend a lot of time alone, which I'm cool with, um, but it's just the fact of sitting down a lot. And I know it will change in time. This will just be a temporary thing. And um, I exercise a lot, so I'm willing to, I don't want to say sacrifice, but that is the current reality that I'm having. And I'm okay with it, slightly okay with it, slightly not. Um, But I know that putting in some hard work into writing and to actually um, putting this information out in the world will benefit me in the future. And I, I've dreamt of having a personal assistant for years and maybe one day I'll have a personal assistant or someone who specifically just does all my postings for me. But in terms of the content creation, like I like to create that. Um, but this is my reality. I'm living in Alaska. Um, I have a car rental business. I am a registered nurse, um, in 35 different States in the U S but I work in Alaska as a stripper or um, an exotic dancer. I also like to say I'm an entertainer. Those are, that's like the word I like to use, entertainer, because um, I am not a sex worker. I don't have sex with people for money. And I truly give an amazing performance because I am an athlete and I do all kinds of shit. Um, and I know it sounds like so much bullshit, but it's like my ego is talking right now. Like, who gives a shit about what the fuck I do? It doesn't even matter. Like, what we do in reality doesn't matter. Um, what is the point I'm trying to prove? I think the point I'm trying to prove is that we are important individually, but celebrating your life one day a year is not enough. You need to celebrate your life every single day, okay? And, uh, well, the reason why I went down that rabbit hole was talking about how our thoughts and our belief systems create our reality. Um, I'm having a pretty good reality, honestly. That's just why I brought up all that, my bullshit of how my life, (laughs) it's not bullshit. It's, I'm living a really great life and I'm super safe and I'm really happy. I'm very healthy. I feel really good inside and I am making money and I am successful and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, I would love to spread this joy and just love that I feel for myself with other people. And it's crazy because I never used to feel like this. I used to feel, I have a hiccup, excuse me. Um, I used to feel horrible about myself. I used to feel horrible about my existence. I couldn't bear living. I couldn't stand living. It was difficult And it was because of bullshit. Like, I had no fucking reason to feel that way. And I was so blind to how good life is. Uh, And now I see things so much more clearly. I have a lot more clarity. And, um, you know, I'm still unraveling myself and still learning ways to just surrender a lot easier and to listen to my intuition. But, you know, 
takes time and um, things will get better as life goes on, of course, as it does. And um, I just hope to inspire other people to feel better about themselves and to feel good and to learn to love themselves and to learn to love life and not depend on other people to feel good and not project their feelings of feeling bad on other people or because of other situations, but taking responsibility for their emotions. Okay. Um, moving on to the gluck luck. So it, when you're giving a blow job, okay, you're doing the gluck luck specifically. Okay. When they come in your mouth, try to keep the cum in your mouth as much as possible and, you know, do it as best as you can. But when they're done, um, like spit it out in terms of don't like hack a logie, but, um, just let it roll out of your mouth and let it roll down their dick and like icing on a cake or, you know, icing on or caramel on top of an ice cream. I don't know what they put on top of ice cream, but the, the kind of stuff that just melts right on top of ice cream and then hardens, it's not going to harden, but their dick is hard. So just pretend like that their semen is icing. Okay. I'm just going to look it up, uh, slowly. It's gonna be very sensitive. It must be super hot. Okay. And if you want to take it to a next level, if you can go down that deep, that far enough in your mouth, down your throat, um, put the whole dick in your, down all the way back there, lick their dick and balls at the same time. Is that possible? Yes. With some people, not everyone though, not specifically for me. I couldn't do that on my boyfriend because he has a larger penis, socially seen larger size penis. Um, someone who has a socially seen penis that is a little bit smaller even though it's not really small, it's just is what it is. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but yeah, this would be a perfect time to do that where you go all the way down, have their entire dick in your mouth and lick in their balls and dick at the same time. Um, just kind of rubbing that semen everywhere. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a, I love giving blowjobs. I can't wait to give my boyfriend a blowjob. Um, I'm going to see him in a couple weeks. I go home in about a week and a half in Arizona and, um, things are looking great. I'm just excited for, oh, I mean, life is great right now. Um, it's just going to be nice having a consistent dick in my life again. <laughs> well, having a man in my life, not just the fact that, that he has a penis, but, um, his company is nice too. Okay. Getting to the nitty gritty of this episode, running into your ex in public or a hookup. Okay. It's a hookup situation. You run into them. Um, specifically if it's, a maybe a difficult relationship or was a difficult breakup or whatever. And you know, someone's going to be there. Call her. Daddy says not to go. I say, listen to your intuition. You don't always have to go to whatever. I mean, Call Her Daddy talks a lot about partying. I'm all about doing sports, man. It's like, I'm all about snowboarding, skiing, which I'm a beginner at, um, doing like jujitsu, um, MMA fighting, which I'm a beginner at with that as well. Pole dancing, aerial dancing, which I'm advanced with, um, stretching, like working out, rock climbing, shit like that. Um, those are not, I don't want to say escapes. They're not escapes. They are physical work on the body that needs to be done. Okay. And they are fun. 
and they are a challenge and they concentrate the mind. So um, maybe switch gyms, maybe try a different location where you work out or you do these things. Um, You don't always have to be in your comfort zone, um, but you can be, of course, but being outside of your comfort zone is a place where you grow, okay? Um, But if you're running into your ex, maybe just give some time for yourself and take a break and um, just maybe explore different things. Um, But I'm not all about partying. I'm not going to run into someone partying because I don't party. And that's not something that I do. It's like, I don't drink. I live a very sober life. And yeah, but what do you do if you run into your ex or a hookup, past hookup? Um, I would say, uh, you know, don't make a scene, which Call Her Daddy talks about as well. Don't make a scene. Don't make any noise in terms of don't put all this attention on yourself. Kind of um, be in your own space. You know, make sure you're in the right headspace. Um, you don't have to, you know, just throw yourself at them. Um, you know, don't necessarily ignore them, but you could just casually say hi, casually, whatever, make it casual. If it is someone that has hurt you in the past, because I've had several men that still live in my hometown that have like caused harm, physical harm to me. And I think about what if I run into them? What am I going to do? What I plan on doing is just completely ignoring them not even acknowledging them at all whatsoever that's just something that I feel that I would do and I mean you could have your own way of dealing with it you can move out of town but you know it's like we're still on this earth this earth is a big place for us but it is small and energetically when you're in alignment with your thoughts and what's going on that will be your reality and boom, things will happen. People will show up and it could be people that have hurt you from your past. Another thing you can do is just have full, complete acceptance of that moment. Fully accept it. Let go of trying to control the situation. Um, you're going to have to surrender to it, have like ultimate compassion and forgiveness for yourself and the other person and just go along your way. And when you're truly in alignment with yourself, the, the law of attraction in the universe will align things so that you are safe and that you are secure, you know? And if you do run into your ex or hookup, hopefully you look freaking amazing and that you're doing amazing and you're truly just being your authentic self and, you know, that you are feeling authentic and that you are acting authentic, you know, instead of being or doing something that is outside of it to get attention. And that's what some people do. And a lot of people do, you know, in my past, I would put myself in situations so I could run into a guy. I used to base my self-worth off of whether the guy that I liked or what I wanted, um, were to give me attention. If they were to give me attention and show me that they liked me, um, I would feel worthy because of that. And it's crazy. Just this like obsessive kind of mindset that I am okay because of someone else. And it's like, no, I am okay because of me. I have my emotions and I feel emotions because of me. They are my emotions. They're internally and hormonally happening within myself, not because of someone else, not from someone else. You know, it is me that does it. And, you know, someone may, you know, give you gooey feelings, 
Um, and that's okay, but realize that it is really yourself doing that. Ever since I've experienced a love that was, um, I don't want to say unconditional because I still feel that I have a lot of um, unhealed wounds inside of me and so does my boyfriend that we do not fully unconditionally love each other at this moment. We love each other very much. Um, I think that there still are insecurities within myself and with him that doesn't fully allow either of us to fully surrender to the universe and then to each other to allow unconditional love. Um, but that is, it's, it's an amazing relationship. He's a really amazing man and he has really set the standard super fucking high for anyone to meet like extremely high. He is very attentive. He listens to me. He responds to me. He is honest. And, um, we both have a lot of the similar values, um, which I enjoy as being healthy, monogamous and expanding our minds and expanding our life and growing as, you know, as human beings and growing in a relationship as well. And, there's just not a lot of people who can meet or match him, I would say. And not putting him on a pedestal because if we're not together, I will still be okay. I will be fine. Um, I mean, that would kind of suck that if we're not together, but it is what it is, you know. Um, but I will have such a high standard because I have, I have him in my life because I have a way higher standard for myself now. And I have regard for myself. I you know, take care of myself. I am very disciplined, I would say. Um, you know, that to me, in my opinion, I'm not as disciplined as I could be, but, um, anyway, that's besides the point. This is an insecurity right there. Um, I have just, I have feel so much more self-worth and that I am able to, to do this or do that. And I do deserve this, you know, and I'm not going to go for someone that is lower or emotionally, um, unintelligent and not working on themselves and not working towards feeling better. You know, I was out, um, I did go to a bar the other night, which I I didn't drink of course, but I was invited by one of my coworkers because she's a violinist and she said it was an open mic and all of these things like boom, bang, like I got a violin, um, within an hour of, it, it was just a lot of things happened that just were proven to show that the law of attraction was in my favor. Like I literally don't have a violin here in Alaska and I thought I want a violin. And literally the next day I found a violin um, within a, a very short period of time. I only spent 150 bucks getting the violin, getting it restringed and getting a new bow and a shoulder rest. It was just a super easy flow of it. And I was there and I did um, a... Uh, what do you call it? Stand up improv. No, it was an open mic. I didn't open mic with her. Um, I haven't played the violin in years and I play the violin growing up and I'm all right at it. Um, I definitely would like to practice again because I was a little bit rusty, but anyways, besides the point, there was a man there who was extremely handsome. Um, physically my type, very beautiful, tall, dark, handsome. And you know, we were talking, he was very sweet Um, but he did bring up a lot of his past pains and, um, 
and you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to, thanks for sharing that with me. I'm going to go get some water. And I walked away because I was like, I'm not going to sit here and listen to unhealed trauma from your past, like from years ago. Um, like you're an adult, like you need to take responsibility for your emotions. Um, and you need to take responsibility for the way that you feel and learn to how to feel better and work on yourself. Okay. And so that separation created a energetic field in which there was an attraction grown. And, um, you know, he came directly up to me, very confident. Um, and you know, he airdropped some picture or some videos to me for the, what we played or whatever. And, um, he just became extremely charismatic, extremely confident, extremely just really sexy. And, um, as I was leaving, he slipped, um, his numbers into my pocket. And I thought that was super, just, it kind of gave me like a little fire inside and it gave me like a, a little, um, a rush. And, um, you know, he, I didn't get, I didn't text him or call him. Um, he found me on Instagram though. And he, he did write me on Instagram and we talked a little bit. Um, and he just, you know, he's an amazing man in terms of, I, you know, I don't really know him very well, but he's extremely beautiful. But in terms of like lifestyle mindset aspirations, it was just off, you know? And it's like, I couldn't believe that I spent any second even really talking to him. And I'm not saying that I'm super elevated and that I'm better than anyone and that I can't talk to these people and I can't talk to this person. It's not like that. But it's just that that I even took that chance or that I even um, took a second to turn my eye and look at him in that way, in a sexual way. But, you know, it's completely natural to have, um, find other people attractive. Um, but it's just, I had a moment of fantasy, which is fine. So I guess it was a moment of fantasy. That was it. But, you know, it's not like I think my boyfriend's less or anything. And I'm hoping that he, you know, has some fun moments, um, with, you know, we're in two different states. I hope he talks to me about it, of course. But, um, the, oh, this man just wasn't completely, I'm completely out of his league and like, he's great, but you know, it's like, I can do better and I deserve better. I deserve someone who is like emotionally mature and who has their life together, who has a, has clarity in their direction, you know, and clarity in how they want to feel better and how they want to just grow and expand as a human being, which my boyfriend does. And my boyfriend's fucking hot. So yeah, it's just set your standards high and stick to it. There's nothing wrong with it. There's billions of people in the world. There are a lot of people who will meet your standards. Okay. Um, moving on to questions. Okay. So number one, I didn't really understand this one. It's, there's a lot of stories that happen in the question section. Um, this one was about sending my friend pictures on Snapchat, um, of my booty when my boyfriend sends pictures or gets pictures from someone else. Is that considered cheating? It's like, not really. If your boyfriend's sending or receiving pics from other girls and you're sending pics to guys and you guys are both aware of it and you're cool with it, that's not cheating. Unless, um, if you're not, if you're both being sneaky about it, then that is like a little, 
here's my yawn and it's freaking 12 o'clock. <laughs> um, that's just a little bit, um, untruthful and it's your cells and tissues and heart and lungs that have to deal with it. And your conscious, because your conscious truly knows what you're doing. Your body knows when you lie and it takes it as a hit. So you do you. Number two, how to shoot your shot when you're on Molly. Okay. Um, I mean, I feel like you're really confident when you're taking Molly or ecstasy. So, I mean, just try to be cool and smooth. Um, my dog is freaking out because she wants to play outside. She was just in a, a dog park with a bunch of dogs and she's covered in mud. Um, and it's raining outside. I don't have my rain boots on and this lawn is filled with mud and water. So, um, I mean, I could let you out and you can go play, but, um, you gotta take responsibility for how you act. Cause I ain't getting out of this car. Um, yeah, I'm sitting in my car right now. That's like another thing about, you know, manifesting my reality. It's like, do I really want to be sitting in my car? No, I'd prefer to be in my cabin doing this podcast, which I was doing, but there was something that came up with the rental in Anchorage, um, which is like 40 minutes away from where I live. And I had to come, um, to town to take care of it, which was totally fine. Um, it was actually really nice because I was fully accepting of the responsibility. I did not have any resistance and, um, I didn't, I wasn't upset about it. And I had an amazing drive. I have such a beautiful drive, um, from Eagle river to Anchorage. It's just mountains and trees and snow. I mean, the snow is coming. It's slowly, but every day it's like more snow coming down the mountain and the leaves are changing. It's like, you truly see fall happening right now. And it's only going to last about a week. There's going to be snow here in about a week, probably. Um, it's just super beautiful. And I'm just really grateful that I had this opportunity. I mean, I could have gone to the library, but I wanted my dog to to get some running time outside and some playtime outside, which she's been out in a dog park for about an hour. And, um, yeah, I mean, my car is super comfortable. My seats are heated. I have heat in here. I'm fucking comfortable as hell in here. Um, but I need to make a move <laughs> and my dog is, yeah, she wants to make a move too, but she's got to relax. Um, okay. Number three, stock X's online. Caller daddy says that is something that they just do. Every single ex they have, they still watch them, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you really got to move on. Just move on. Like, I don't know anything about anybody that I've ever had sex with in the past, any boyfriend I've ever had, which I haven't had many, but I've had more sex with people than with boyfriends because I haven't, I've only had like two boyfriends, three boyfriends in my life, whatever. But, um, yeah, move on. Just let it go. Let that past be in the past. Be in your present moment. Be in your current moment in which you are enjoying your current life, okay? Fuck that shit from the past, you know? And there are still, trust me, I, there still are things that I hold on to. And I am learning how to unlearn that. I'm learning new ways to switch my neuronal pathways to think of something better, something new. And I mean... It takes time, but it will be different in time. And I just look forward to just existing and being here in this now right now. Because this bright moment is good. It's fucking good. Don't be blind to it. It's good. Okay. Um, is girlfriend cheating? She stopped fucking me. My girlfriend stopped fucking me. 
well, it could be because she's, when women stop having sex with their boyfriend, it could be for several reasons because she's insecure with herself. Um, maybe she feels ugly. Maybe she doesn't like sex. I used to not like sex and that's why I didn't have sex with my boyfriend. I rarely did because I was insecure and I did not feel good about myself. And I had a previous history of whatever that made me feel not that, that it was a situation, but I felt a certain way because of a past situation. And, um, it took a lot of healing and time to fully understand that sex is natural and it's normal. But if your girl's not having sex with you, it's because, I mean, have you ever heard of mysticism? Mysticism is accepting the fact that you'll just never know. Just move on. You can move on. It's okay. Um, it could be that she's lost interest in you or that she's not comfortable with herself. Okay. you never know, but you can ask, you can ask, you can evaluate your relationship and see what is it that you want in this relationship? Because I want this. Okay. Um, and if it's different, that's fine. You just got to move on peacefully. Okay. So, um, number five, boyfriend cheating, never thought he would. And there was like this whole story about scandal about how this girl found out she, her boyfriend was cheating on her and she never thought that he would because it was a deep relationship. So you can't always expect people to do things that you expect them to do. Okay. Um, yeah, it's people are free in this world, but it's like, if you're in different alignment and someone's going to cheat, someone's going to do something, they're going to cheat. Okay. It, it, it just is what it is. Like, I believe that my boyfriend's faithful and that we're monogamous, um, for multiple reasons. Um, but that's just, that's my belief. And he, if he does something else, I hope that he would come and talk to me. And if I do something, I would talk to him. And, you know, it's like, I don't want to say a hundred percent certainty that I you know, cause my plan is, is to stay monogamous because that is my core belief. I care a lot about my health and I feel that sharing your body with other people jeopardizes your health. Okay. Spiritually, physically, and mentally it does. And, um, that's important to me, but I, you know, just communication is important. I just hope that I would, not that I hope I, I would want my boyfriend to talk to me and I would want to talk to him if anything happened. I'm very honest and very open I would not hold something like that from him. Um, yeah. So, I mean, not saying to not trust anyone, trust in yourself. You need to learn to trust in yourself first, because when you don't trust in yourself and you don't, then you don't trust other people. And when you don't trust other people, people will show you reasons why you can't trust them. Okay. So you need to start trusting yourself and living up to your word, living up to your values. Okay. Um, um, that that's all I got. That's all I have for you. So thank you so much. As always, I look forward to next week and yeah. Bye.